Welcome to Growth Over Easy, the podcast where we explore the depths of life with an optimistic lens. I'm your host, Lily Rachels. Each week, I bring you insights to spark your curiosity and create deeply connected relationships. Let's choose growth together. Welcome back. Let's talk about grief. This episode is a little different um, because it's not so much about relationship and communication tools, but it's the holidays and a lot of people struggle during the holidays. I am one of them because they've experienced a loss of some kind and maybe even a loss right before the holidays. And lately, I feel like a lot of people that I am close to, actually, I don't feel like it. I know because I've talked to them that a lot of people I am close to are they've either just lost someone, they're in the process of losing someone, or, you know, just still that remembrance of the person that was once there, even if it was a couple of years ago, the holidays are just really highlighting that pain. And so I wanted to share what I have done, and this is just my personal experience with the loss of my mom, what I have done to transition through the holidays and really turn the holidays back into something I enjoy. I lost my mom in November 2020 and it was very unexpected. I was out of town at the time and got a phone call from my brother and it was a really bad day and it was very difficult. So got home and we did the, um, it was, you know, during the pandemics, we didn't do a typical funeral and it didn't feel like there was a lot of closure. That was the first piece. I didn't feel like I got any closure. I didn't get to say goodbye. I, we didn't have a traditional, you know, ceremony, celebration of life. And then about a month and a half later, we went and we spread ashes um, at one of her favorite places. And that helped me a lot, the closure. And so the first thing I want to encourage you to do that helped me, again, this is my personal experience. So take what fits with you, leave what doesn't. But having that closure, it was like I needed the period on the end of the sentence. And not having a funeral was really hard for me. That thankfully, when we did have the time where my family all went together and we spread ashes, that felt like the period on the end of the sentence for me. And that helped me kind of begin my grieving process. Because up until that point, it felt so open-ended and so weird. So if you are in that place where you're like, I didn't get that closure, I need a period on the end of the sentence, I would encourage you to even do some kind of ceremony on your own. Maybe you write out what that person meant to you and you have like a release ceremony where you burn the pages (laughs) in a positive way, right? Like a positive release ceremony. Or maybe you pick a day where with your family or closest friends or whoever it is, you get together and you honor that person through sharing memories. Whatever it could be for you, I just encourage you, if you were in that place that I was where you're having a hard time coming to grip with what happened because you don't feel like there was any closure, is get curious about how you could create some closure for yourself. In the months following my mom's death, I really struggled with grief and being sad. I, Enneagram 7 here, I want to feel happy and good and chase joy. And I 
I kept trying to reframe what had happened into something, you know, okay, into something better. And I kept trying to escape my feelings. So, you know, if you know me personally, you know, I am not the girl that goes out a lot. <laughs> I hardly ever drink, but that's what I was doing. I was trying to fill a void with as much fun as I could. I went on some solo trips that were actually really healing. But at the same time, I was trying to like physically, geographically remove myself from my pain. I thought if I could just go far enough away. And to be honest, it helped a lot. Like, I remember being on a beach in Costa Rica, being like, I'm okay. Like, I had like a conversation with my mom and my mind, and I, I just released and I was okay. And I felt so good. And I even made like an Instagram post saying, I found my happy again. <laughs> and then I came home. And my happy wasn't there because all the grief that I had not dealt with was just piling up waiting for me. It didn't go anywhere. I didn't magically release it on vacation. It was waiting to be felt. So if you're someone who you find yourself pushing the grief away, running away from it, maybe you're suppressing it, I really encourage you to, in my case, I went and I got help. I went and spoke to someone and the first thing I told her, I was like, I need to learn how to be sad. Can you help me? I know how to reframe things. I know how to look at the silver lining in life. I need to know how to feel my uncomfortable feelings. And that is exactly what we worked on. So if you are in that space where you are suppressing, running away from, trying to escape, I encourage you to find someone. And if you don't have someone like this in your life, that's where you, you get a professional to help you through that transition and to help you tap into those feelings that are they're going to demand to be felt. And if we don't acknowledge our feelings and feel our feelings, they come out in other ways, sometimes in aggression towards others. You know, sometimes we project them onto the people we're closest to and we cause ruptures in relationships. So I encourage you to seek support if you are having a hard time allowing yourself to grieve. Another thing I did that was not helpful, all the unhelpful things I did in this process, I didn't lean on the people closest to me. I have amazing friends. I have amazing people in my life that I know want to support me and would support me. But because I was such a happy-go-lucky, let's look on the bright side, they didn't actually see that I wasn't doing well, right? Like I even had a friend tell me, she was like, man, you seem like you're doing great. It was like three months after my mom had died. And in my head, I'm like, I am drowning. Like I'm doing horrible. But they didn't see that because I portrayed this image of I'm great. I am happy. In fact, if you have friends out there that come across that way, please check on your happy friends. We're not okay. <laughs> but what I wish I had done, I wish I had been vulnerable enough to say, hey, I'm not okay. I could really use some support. And I know how hard it is to ask for what you need, which is why I advise people who are in the lives of people who are grieving to reach out and reach out again and continue to reach out. Because the first two to four weeks after you lose someone, everybody is there. But then through no fault of their own, they go back to their lives, right? Because they didn't lose someone, you did. And so their lives keep going, but your world feels like it's come to this crashing halt. And then six months later, you're still feeling it, but they're not going to remember typically just to ask about it. Sometimes they are, and those like 
amazing people hold those people tight. But sometimes, you know, people just, they go back to their life and they're not trying to do anything um, mean. They're not trying to forget you in any way. It's just that it wasn't their loss. And for me, when I portrayed that everything was great, I cut myself off from that even sooner because it didn't look like I needed anyone. And so if you know someone who has lost someone and it's been six months even, or however long it's been, reach out. I guarantee they're still thinking about that person. I, I've had people say, they're like, oh, I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want you to think about it. I was like, I think about it just about every day. Like it's been three years and I might not think about it every single day, but it's pretty dang close. And I think about it in a different way. I feel a different way about it. I don't have, you know, the emotions, the uncomfortable emotions are not as crushing as they once were, but I think about it. So just kind of a side note, if you know someone who's grieving, don't be afraid to bring it up and offer support. So back to what I did, <laughs> the pretending I was okay. Looking back, I wish I had been willing to be more vulnerable with my people in my life and be like, I'm not okay. But because again, Enneagram 7 here, I had this fear that if I'm not happy, fun Lily, nobody's going to want me. And that was my own wound to work through. And my losing my mom really highlighted that for me. And it's been something that I actively work on that I am lovable and acceptable even if I'm not, you know, ecstatically joyful. Like I'm valuable even when I'm stressed or I'm really sad. And so that was something that really highlighted an area I need to work on. And losing someone will likely highlight those pain points for you, those core wounds for you. And if you're like me, I just encourage you to be more vulnerable. <laughs> as hard as I know it is, I vulnerability is something that I still actively have to work on because I'm really good at talking about my experiences and I'm not so great at letting people know how those experiences have made me feel or if I'm actively in the experience sharing the raw emotion and it's something I work on in my own life I work on this with clients and I work on this for me and I've gotten better to where I can tell people when I'm struggling, that I'm struggling, so I can get that support. So if you're in that place, I encourage you to be raw and be honest with the people you're closest to. Not everyone. Not everyone gets that transparency, right? But with the ones you're closest to. And if you don't have that support, again, that's when you pay for it, honestly. And I mean, I've done that several times in my life, whether it's a coach, a therapist. I've gone out to get that support if I didn't feel comfortable leaning on the people around me or if I needed someone with a skill set that maybe my friends don't have. There's, you know, there's a reason we go to, you know, school for this and we do certifications and trainings and continue to study is so that we can have, you know, more skills. And the last thing I want to share pertaining to the holidays, and again, I'm three years removed from this. The, my mom died in November. The first Thanksgiving was very rough. And so I skipped Christmas. I went on vacation. The next year rolled around, I skipped Thanksgiving with my family and I went on vacation for Christmas. <laughs> then the year after that rolled around, I did Thanksgiving with my family and I did a little bit of Christmas kind of half and half with my family and then half with just my partner. And now it's this year and I didn't do Thanksgiving with my family and I woke up on Thanksgiving and I cried and I realized 
I was sad that my mom wasn't there, but I was also sad that I wasn't, I was ready to be back in the holidays. And I was upset at myself for not planning for that because I didn't think I really wanted to be until that morning. And so for Christmas, I'm trying to be more, you know, proactive about spending time with loved ones, but also how can I do it in a different way? It doesn't have to look like it did. And so if you've lost someone close to you and the holidays are hard, I just encourage you that maybe instead of just cutting yourself off completely, and again, if you need to do that for a year or two, I totally get it. That first year, I needed to take off. I did not want anything to do with Christmas. <laughs> I wanted to go be on the beach and be away. But now that I'm at a place where I'm like, I want to be with the people closest to me. I want to spend time with my family. I have a beautiful niece. Like I want to be engaged in that. How can I do this in a way where it's a little different? Maybe it's a new tradition that starts and it's not trying to, you know, live out what we would have done with if my mom was around doing it the same way. And so for me, sometimes that looks like I volunteer to host something. And um, even a few years ago when I decided to skip Christmas, I did host like a family get together several days before because that felt okay. I was like, I'm not ready to do Christmas day right now, but I want to do a little bit. So go easy on yourself. But if you're in a place and you have that feel of like, I want to be engaged with the holidays, but I don't know if I can go back to how things were, change it up. Do something different. Do something fun. Maybe you and your family just get together a few days before, or you host something, or a different, you know, sibling hosts something. Or if you're like, well, I don't really have my family, then there's always, I have a friend that hosts Stragglers Christmas um, dinner. So for any friends that are still in town that didn't get to go home or don't have families to go home to, they come and have dinner together. So I encourage you to do something in community with other people. We are pack animals. We are wired for connection. And I am not someone to engage in the really commercial aspect of Christmas. It's not my thing, but I love coming together with my community, with my family, for that sacredness and that closeness and that just supportiveness. Like, I really enjoy that. By the way, if you hear a dog drinking water in the background, one of our dogs has been drinking water for like a minute straight. So that might be in the audio. Anyways, I know this is a little bit longer than I typically do, but it's been on my heart um, because grief is hard and losing, losing people is really, it can be really hard. But I hope this was helpful, just sharing a little bit of my experience, and I'm still moving through it. Who knows what next year will bring, <laughs> but I wanted to share that with you, and if you are in a place where you're like, I'm in the middle of that transition, like I'm in this grief transition right now, I need support, please reach out, shoot me an email, I'll leave it in the show notes, but it's lily, L-I-L-L-Y, at lilyrachels.com, so shoot me an email if you are like, I'm in this place, and I need support, and I don't know what to do. I hope this helps. If you know someone who could benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. Have a beautiful day and I will see you here next week.